right, folks. Finally, we're back with probably close to the end of the year's episodes for your favorite show, Words from Blurs. I am JT, and by my metaphysical internet side, as always, is my co-host, Adu. How are you, Adu? I'm good. It's only like a couple days before Christmas, so I got, you know, the holiday season spirit, you know? I've I've been fucking dressed as Santa Claus for the last three days. How's how's that been? Uh, I like it. Like, I really like the reactions that I've been getting. It's just the the suit itself is so warm. Yeah, I would imagine. What is it? What is it made out of? Like polyester or some shit? Polyester and it's velvet feeling like it is warm. And you have to, of course, you have to wear like a pillow under your stomach so you look like the traditional fat bellied Santa. So it's just a whole bunch of like heat and everything. And it's all a like a whole safe. bunch of heat. Yeah, and it's a uh, safe and like socially distanced and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I've just been wearing it at work. I haven't been like going like letting people. I mean, people have t- uh, taken pictures with me, but it's not like, but they are always wearing a mask and they're not like sitting on Santa's lap or touching. Okay. Them. I got, I thought he was like in a, in a store somewhere sitting. Being like yeah, no, Santa. I was just doing it because I was just in the holiday spirit, and there's so little holiday oh, spirit. Oh, okay, okay, got you, got you. Okay, there's that's so nice. Little- I was also, see, that's even nicer. You just volunteering to be a Santa. So, some and somebody was like, before we did the show, somebody was supposed to pay me twenty bucks to come to their house and uh, uh, take pictures with their two kids, but they never showed. They never sent me a message. So here I am doing the show. <laughs> You know, that's good. You know, spreading the holiday spirit and whatnot. The ho, ho, holiday spirit, yes. Well, uh, so this week we will be talking about, what was it called? Disney Investors Day? Disney's Investors Day, in which Disney and their, their uh, chair, not their chair, but the chairman and all their, their high-up executives um talk about with their investors virtually now um what upcoming projects they have especially to be excited about that would enable investors to invest more and um of course what falls underneath the disney umbrella adieu would you mind refreshing me uh that would be both star wars and marvel yes um disney acquired star wars a uh, lucasfilm and Marvel a couple of years ago, and they've been doing okay pretty since. They've been making quite a bit of bank. Mm-hmm. And with the launch of Disney Plus and with theaters kind of on hold, people have been wondering what new content do we have? Like, what is next for the MCU? What is next for Star Wars after the fucking blunder that is the rise of Skywalker? And well, Disney kind of delivered in a way. At least they delivered what happens after the MCU. But they mostly, in terms of Lucasfilm, only delivered what happens before the rise of Skywalker. So we're going to talk about Lucasfilm and all the things, all the little the projects they have coming up. You want to go over the first thing I do? Uh, sure. You want you want me to like just say them all one by one or you want to like 
tackle each one one by one, or do you want to like how you want to go about it? Just list them uh, off and then go back. Oh, I guess yeah. I guess it makes sense to just list them all right now. Okay, so first off, we have Star Wars. Or these are all, to my knowledge, television shows. Correct. Correct. Okay. So first off, we have Rangers of the New Republic, which is set within the timeline of the Mandalorian. So, and the Mandalorian, as we know, takes place uh, what some sometime after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, before. sometime after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Do you know the exact amount of time? What's it like, twenty years or something? Oh no, I wouldn't say that. I think maybe I want to say between. I want to say between five and ten years, okay. because the Empire is still, you know clinging to whatever they think they have left yeah they're still kind of around you're trying to like come back right right uh next we have what i'm sure a lot of star wars fans were clamoring for especially after this season of the mandalorian ahsoka starring rosario Mm -hmm. dawson and it is also set within Mm -hmm. the timeline of the mandalorian yeah so it probably takes place and as most fans know or at least if you've seen the mandalorian if you haven't spoiler alert um, tough shit. Ahsoka spoilers, makes spoilers? Her... Well, yeah. Just extra spoilers, but you already said her name again. Tough shit. You know, if you're not on the ball, you're not on the ball. Ahsoka tried, made no. her live action appearance uh, in the in this season of The Mandalorian. And my God. Mm. But, and of course, that was, uh, this season of The Mandalorian, by the way, has basically been a lot of backdoor pilots. I just want to throw that out there. It's been a lot oh, of backdoor yeah. pilots. Oh yeah. Uh next we have Andor, which is uh an original series again set in the Star Wars universe. Not too many details on that one. Um Hayden Christian. Hayden Christian Sin, I should say. Coming back as Darth Vader and is joining Ewan McGregor as uh, as not as in Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he will be playing Obi-Wan Kenobi. So that's huge. And like I said, we're going to talk more about that when we uh, tackle these one by one. Uh, the Bad Batch, starring my personal favorite group of characters from the Clone Wars show, uh, which is Captain Rex and the boys, uh, will be coming to Disney+. Plus. And that is an animated series. Uh, Star Wars Vision. Captain Rex. Yes, yeah, it is. Isn't it? The Bad Batch? <gasps> It's 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 a it's its own no it's its own um it's uh a black ops group of the clones. Oh, Captain Rex isn't in there. Uh, I don't think so. I think he might be like, he might be in there like as like a lead in, but he's not a part of the Bad Batch. Oh, okay, that's disappointing. And I, and I'm pretty sure that if this show takes place, like no this this show takes place after Order sixty six, I believe. So well, no, no spoilers because I'm still going through Clone Wars. I know, but this no, but they said at the thing that this series takes place after Order Order sixty six. Yeah, okay. So that would mean that they. But I know didn't is it, doesn't Captain Rex show up in Rebels? He escaped Order sixty six. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I thought so. That's why I thought he was. But he's no longer a part of the. He's at this point. He's no longer a part of the um, the clones because he escaped. Okay. I mean, okay. he's no longer a part of the um, the clone army. Because I I got I got spoiled. Uh, you know, if you haven't watched Rebels yet, well, I guess we're about to get into it anyway. I I was spoiled on that that Captain Rex and like a group of some of the clones show up in Rebels. Well, 
who spoiled that for you? Uh, to, uh, what was it? Um, you know, um, Cosmonaut Variety Hour. I mean, it was partially my fault because I was watching a video about Rebels. But yeah, Cosmonaut Variety Hour, unless I'm misremembering, but I could have sworn like they was talking about um, Rebels and like they showed like Captain Rex and a group of clones. I mean, Captain Rex introduced them in the last season of The Clone Wars. Okay. 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 Uh, next, we have Star Wars Visions, an original series of animated short films celebrating the Star Wars galaxy through the lens of the world's best Japanese anime creators coming, to tw- coming in 2021. Bruh, uh, Star Wars and anime? Get out of here. That is wild. Uh, I want to get into that. Um, Lando Calrissian will be getting his own television program. In it is yet to be... It is yet to... Um... <laughs> to be uh, said if it will be a live action or animated um, but right right that's, that's significant thinking, if it's live uh, action yeah. it's going to be Childish Gambino if it's animated it could go either way yeah I'm thinking they have such a high commodity in, in, in Donald Glover that I don't see why they wouldn't just bring him back because many people agree that he was definitely the highlight of Solo. I mean, Lion King, Spider-Man, <laughs> Solo, dude's a major part of the Disney family at this point. So, yeah, A- I- Atlanta FX is technically owned by Disney. It is owned by Disney. So, and- Atlanta as well. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's going to be a busy dude to say the least. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta's. Po- I think they got picked up for two more seasons, so it might yeah, be. Can't wait to see that in twenty twenty five. No, Donald Lover's going to be in his fifties by the time that fourth season comes out. I swear to God, dog. I mean, I love the show, but my God, the breaks in between is just crazy. Uh, there'll be another Star Wars show coming to Disney Plus called The Acolyte, which is a quote mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy, shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Uh, Lucasfilm Animation is teaming up with Lucasfilm's visual effects team, Industrial Light and Magic, to develop a special Star Wars adventure for Disney Plus called A Droid Story. This epic journey will introduce us to a new hero guided by R2-D2 and C-3PO. Uh, a television show based off the movie Willow uh, coming from Lucasfilms, and it will once again star Warwick Davis. If you've seen Willow, the movie, I haven't. I don't believe JT has either. But nope. if you have, you know, it, it should be exciting for y'all. Uh, Lucasfilm is in pre-production on the next installment of Indiana Jones, and at the helm is James Mangold, director of Ford v. Ferrari, which I have not seen yet, but I've heard good things, so I want to check it out eventually. And Indy himself, Harrison Ford, will be back to continue his iconic character's journey. Uh, it will be coming July 2022. Uh, no, they need, to, they need to not say to continue, but to end. This man is <laughs> damn near 80 years old. Look, man. Hey, like I said, we, we, we'll uh, we'll get into it when we come back to it. But hey, man, I don't think they're ever gonna let him go. Uh, a brand new Star Wars feature will, with acclaimed filmmaker at Taika Waititi is in development. Not too many details on that one, but we pretty much all we know is that Taika Waititi will be. And it's gonna be funny as hell. Oh, absolutely. So to start off our discussion, let's just 
Begin. You forgot one more thing. Oh, I did? What, what did I forget? Disney also announced that Patty Jenkins will be directing a new Star Wars movie ah. called Rogue Squadron. Yes, yes. You know what? Let's just start off with that one. Um, So what do we know about Rogue Squadron so far? We know that it is, I think it's based in somehow after Return of the Jedi or in, in, in there, maybe after Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were books based on this concept or this title, but they are no longer canon. So it will be its own thing, but it will primarily be about spider pilots or at least X-wing pilots and because Patty Jenkins in the lead up video for this announcement talked about her father being a pilot and he dying in the line of duty and her always looking for the right project that she would feel a connection to, to kind of um, talk about or relay his legacy in a way. And mm. this is the movie she chose and interesting i mean this this might be one of this might be the second or third movie that doesn't focus on force sensitive um characters outside of solo and rogue one i find it i find it interesting that you said that about there being lore but it's not being canon because um on the mandalorian this season they did bring back like a lot of extended universe stuff that was considered non-canon but they like brought it back into canon you know oh, wait. Uh, I, I don't want to i don't want to like go into detail until we get it until we actually talk about the mandalorian in another episode but you know they brought some certain stuff like back into canon so you think maybe patty jenkins will do that as well i'm thinking she'll probably pull some things from those books because there's apparently they were quite there are quite a few of those books and they were very action heavy and they were very well liked. So I wouldn't I wouldn't see why she wouldn't try to pull some things from that from those books. I I wouldn't say everything is gonna be pulled back into canon because as we you know, the extended universe, they pick and choose bits and pieces for story purposes. But eh, I I don't know. I don't I don't know if they'll make all everything in those books officially. Uh, canon for the the uh, upcoming movie. How did you feel about their like decision to even do that? Because like when I first heard they were doing that, I, I was like, I was never really into the extended universe like that. But part of me was like, I don't know. It seems like a weird. I, I felt like to me like they were kind of kneecapping themselves by doing that because it's like I, all this I, stuff I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. There's that is such a wealth of information and there's such a wealth uh, that of material to be adapted. Uh, and especially the books that were like New York Times bestseller books. Why would you not keep that around or adapt that for a, a movie or a series? I mean, I know we're just now getting into live action Disney series, but I mean, Star Wars series, but I agree. I definitely think that they, they're definitely cutting themselves short or did cut themselves short in terms of the, uh, the wealth of content they could have pulled from that would have made they and again they didn't have to pull everything from the books for a movie or for another feature project but to acknowledge those things would have been great but instead they just cut it out completely uh in the disney acquisition and i think disney is now starting to come around to the idea that they have a such a a wealth uh of ip 
that they can use. And why not? You know, they have these writers who look at what they're doing with the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is a is the perfect balance, I would say, between fan service and pushing the story outside of regular Star Wars boundaries. One hundred percent. And so I think that with using the books, um, the comic books, the you know whatever, using those as a as a source as a pinpoint for future projects, I think is a great idea. I think it'll push Star Wars where we haven't seen it on screen, whether it's on the little screen or the big screen. It'll push Star Wars past its current boundaries. And I think that's always good for uh, a franchise that's been around since 1977. Agreed. Uh, so next we have Rangers of the New Republic. Uh, I don't think we have too many details. This is with Gina Carano. Ah, is this the uh, um, Cara Dune show? Yeah, this is the Cara Dune show. Okay. And I guess I'm assuming she'll probably be joined by Bill Burr, uh, oh, who, okay. who had quite the redeeming episode this season. Yeah. And it's kind of so uh, Bill Burr's character, isn't it kind of weird that like his character still sounds like he's from Boston? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> is there is there a space Boston out there in the Star Wars universe? It's just so weird to me, and it's it's okay, but it's so weird to me. Like when I see this show, I love The Mandalorian. Like I love it like anybody else. Same. But to me, that there is there a shortage of creative minds who don't know how to create aliens. Like everybody's a fucking human. That's a good ass point. I didn't even there, think about that. So, yeah. like, if you look on uh, what the, the, that first episode, that first or second episode, mm-hmm. when Baby Yoda was in the school, he was the only alien. He was the only one that did not look like a human being. Maybe budget constraints. Nah, I can't imagine there's budget constraints. I can't. D- Mickey would be shelling out some major money for Star Wars. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, they, they, we, we see Twi'lex, which is easy because that's basically just makeup and like prosthetics. Uh, I the The short dude that died in season one, you know who I'm talking about. The one that was played by uh 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 damn, you know the dude that played Hulk's dad in the Hulk movie. Uh, yeah 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 I'm, I know he's Nick Nolte Nick Nolte yeah yeah, I know yeah, yeah that dude um yeah that's kind of it as far as aliens that I can think of right now that really showed up in Mandalorian oh um and you know sand people and fucking yeah you see you niggas. see. Like in passing, like really quickly, yeah. or like the, it'll be something that literally is just clothes instead or of like aliens, aliens in a cantinas. Uh, I guess, but again, the story is takes place in a whole galaxy. Literally, yeah. one he's come across has been humanoid in some form. Why isn't there a human, a fucking alien in the empire? Have you ever seen an alien in the empire? When you Wait, really think- wasn't that on purpose though? Wasn't I? I thought the Empire was like they don't really, at least well now they don't. But like, don't they really like not really fuck with aliens like that? I don't think so because think about it, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh yeah, he's a blue fucking alien with red eyes, and he's That's like, true. 
he had he held one of the fucking highest positions next to the emperor in the empire. So why is everyone in the empire a fucking humanoid? Yeah, Even I don't know. Clones. I mean, not the clones, the stormtroopers. They're all different humans. And when you look at the um, the Republic, they have humans. They have aliens flying in the, the fucking cockpits, the X-Wings. They have aliens mm-hmm. now. So it's just, it's interesting to see the lack of aliens in a show that takes place in a galaxy far, far away. But that's about all we know. It's, it's just, this is the Cara Dune show. Um, maybe she'll find some survivors from um, Alderaan, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I want to watch a but, whole Cara Dune show, but that's for like I'm pretty, I'm pretty other sure reasons. that whatever's going on, um, it's, I think Grand Admiral Thrawn, because, spoiler alert, he's mentioned in The Mandalorian, I won't say by who or for what, I think that um, he might end up being a big bad that these spinoff shows eventually come together to to fight. Mm. Think about it. You got fucking Graham uh um, in the um, when that X-Wing, I forgot, I don't know what their titles are, but when that Asian um, X-Wing fighter pilot when he gave Cara Dune that that badge, mm-hmm. he said something's going on out here. Something I don't know what's going on, but he I don't think he was referring to the planet. I think he's referring to the galaxy. And if you think about it, who the hell is bankrolling what's left of the Empire? Who the hell are is is Moth Gideon reporting to? These are and all good then, questions. And then the person who mentioned Grand Thrawn, you know. They're getting their own show. We'll talk about it momentarily. They're getting their own show. They mentioned him for a reason. So I think that with The Mandalorian, our show, Mandalorian, and then the other shows that spin off from this show, I think that Graham or Thrawn might end up being a big bad at some point soon. Or not soon, but when the shows kind of maybe end up um, having their own crossover event. Oh, yeah, because, like you said, that same character who mentioned Grand Admiral, Grand Admiral, I cannot Grand talk today, Ad- Grand Admiral Thrawn mm-hmm. is Ahsoka. Who is getting her own show? Yes, starring Rosario Dawson, who, um, not gonna obviously not going to review the whole episode right now, but I thought she did a really good job as uh, Ahsoka. Man. I thought Dave Filoni did a hell of a better job directing this, that episode than he did last season. Of uh, Oh, you mean uh, season one of uh, Mandalorian? Yeah, he directed uh, one of the weaker episodes. I think it might have been that episode where um, uh, it was like... Oh, it was that, I think it was that Bill Burr episode. Oh, okay. And that was not... All that great, really? I, I, I really, I fucked with it. I don't know. I, you're not. That's not. That's a pretty common one that people were like. That was kind of a weak one. I don't know. Yeah, everybody. Like everyone is definitely under the uh, impression that Dave Filoni directed the weakest episode hmm. of that season. But he definitely directed way better this episode, this season. Oh and my it, god, I can't. I can't wait to talk about it because that episode was fucking amazing. 
I, I uh, can't say enough about that episode, man. Yeah, but um, Ahsoka, my favorite um, character from the Clone Wars, probably my favorite Star Wars character, period, because I have gone on a journey with Ahsoka. Like, for classic Star Wars heads who grew up with Luke, they saw Luke in three movies over the course of, like, I think maybe 10, 10, or, so, 10 or so years. Mm-hmm. And they grew up with him. They saw him go on this journey, on this arc. And I can say, I feel personally, that I saw a much more thorough arc with Ahsoka uh, over the over the years since the Clone Wars movie and since the show, since it premiered and since it ended, I guess that was this year or was it late last year? I don't remember. But whenever the season seven came out, I've seen uh, the Ahsoka progress. I've seen her train. I've seen her master her abilities as a Jedi in the animated format. I now can live life knowing my alien princess from Men in Black, Rosario Dawson, is now my alien Jedi, ex-former Jedi, Ahsoka. I can live with that because that's just great. That is amazing casting. It is, it is. And um, like you said, uh, we don't really get to see much of Luke, when, to be honest, for such an iconic character. You don't even really get to see him like be a full-on like Jedi badass, but yeah, like, I mean, yeah. not not then anyway. Well, yeah, yeah, but um, with Ahsoka and me myself, uh, I'm like just now really catching up on Clone Wars. I really like fuck with it like that, like when it was out, but I'm watching it now, and I'm I'm getting attached to. I like Ahsoka, and like that episode of Mandalorian made me want to go back and watch Clone Wars even more. And like catch up on her whole like character uh, storyline, you know. Ahsoka's uh, a badass female character. Like, oh, for sure. Period. For sure. period. For sure. And she, when is when have you ever seen somebody wield a white lightsaber? You haven't seen it. Guess who does it? Yeah, I don't think we have. Yeah. And I, I guess that's because she's not a Jedi. She's a gray, a gray Jedi or whatever. It's confusing. They they touch on it in um, in Rebels, but I gotta go back and look at it because she's not a Jedi. She's somewhere in between. I was told that great Jedi's weren't canon. I mean, I, I could be wrong though. I don't know. I don't know for sure, but I, that's what I was told. Right. Well, uh, they might not have been, but they are now. That Ahsoka, that that white lightsaber is because she hasn't chosen a side. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. As far as I, I believe, that's that's what it is. She hasn't chosen the side, and that's that's awesome. I love Ahsoka. She's just the, she's just the bee's knees, the cat's pajamas. And you know, since we're talking about shows connected to the Mandalorian, I just realized there's one show we neglected to mention. Uh, real quick, very slight spoilers. If you have not watched season two of the Mandalorian, three. Two, one. one. The book of the Boba book Fett. of Boba Fett. Yeah, man. Hey, dog, bro. Speaking of characters who were treated like shit in the original trilogy, Boba Fett. Who? Let, let's be real. Let's be a hundred percent honest. Let's be All real right. now. Let's be real. Boba Fett has All been right. kind of a joke. 
Yeah, he he did a lot of talking to Darth Vader. He did. And a lot of pew pew, that's it. Then he fucking yep. falls into a Starlight pit and died like a bitch. He did. Supposedly died like a bitch. He did. Well, yeah, supposedly. And then the thing burped to like add insult to injury. I'm like, God damn, you're gonna burp too? Shit. So you know, to see like fans really attached to this character just simply because he looks badass and he does it's a badass suit you know and now it's almost like fans have like pushed lucas films and like writers and people who have like written for the characters to like really make him the badass that fans want him to be and, and he we, was he was we see him in mandalorian season two he was great and now he's getting his own actual show bro that's wild man that is indeed wild. I mean, I, we don't. We, again, we don't know what it's about. Um, well, but... it appears it appears to be taking because I I know that in the extended universe he didn't he he took over like the crime criminal underworld, right? Yeah. Well, the person he took uh, throne, I forget who it was. I don't know the person's name, but I know they have a name. But the person, the throne he took, the person he killed on, on that throne, mm-hmm. that person sat on Jabba the Hutt's throne. Mm. So that person clearly had taken over from Jabba the Hutt. So now Boba has taken over. Yeah, okay. So that, appears, that appears to possibly be what they're going to do in the show. And like show how Boba Fett, you know, takes over the criminal underworld. Or he might eliminate it. Who or knows? eliminate it. Yeah, that too. He's He's been feeling a little heroic lately. I mean, he might have had a change of heart after being burped or shitted out that Sarlacc. They, I, I need to look it up. I know they explained how he survived, but I heard it was kind did of... Yeah, you, we have, you have to look it up, though. But apparently they did explain it. But I also heard that it was kind of stupid, which, you know... Eh. Um, oh, and also he's going to be accompanied by uh, Ming Na Wen's Ming-Na character. Wen. Do you remember her character's name? Oh, fuck no, I don't. Uh, but I do know her character will appear in the Bad Batch, by the way. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, she posted that on her IG. That was, so, you know, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, next, we have Andor, which I don't have to. Do you know? All, all I know is that it appears that Diego Luna is going to be in there from yeah. Rogue One. It's a prequel to Rogue One. Okay. Okay. Uh, is that all we know about it? Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. we know that the character ends up dying. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm I'm interested in a prequel to that because I thought his character was interesting and Rogue. Ro- I legitimately think Rogue, Rogue One, one is best. one of the best Star Wars movies ever created. Like, period, bro. I can't. I it really couldn't. is. I couldn't agree more. Um, it's probably one of the most. Uh, it's it's one of the less stupid. I won't say stupid. It's one of the less kid friendly movies. Like you can tell that some that these movies are made for kids or made for families. But Rogue One was like a real live like sci fi spy thriller. It, it, really it, think about it. It almost felt like a fucking war documentary for like a a, a, a a universe you don't even know about. Right, and and I remember Cassian Andor like when we first see him, 
he fucking kills some dude in the street for no reason. I'm like, oh, this dude is cold-blooded. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to be helping our the protagonist at the time. So I was like, wow, this is a this is a side of Star Wars I have never seen before. It is. And in my opinion, they successfully within two hours really made you care about a group of characters that you knew the entire movie we were about to die. I actually liked the droid in the fucking movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. I did watch Rogue One again soon. Yeah, that dude was hilarious. I can't remember the character's name, but that droid was hilarious. Man. Yeah, played by Alan. I know he was played by Alan Tudyk. Yeah, yeah. Uh Hayden Christian. Christian God, why do okay. I keep doing that? Christian Sin. Hold, hold on, hold on. We gotta talk about we're 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 talking about fucking the last show we really care about for Star Wars was the main one anyway. It's a limited series, fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ah, yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Yes, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, which we've been hearing about, for, it feels like, for a while now. They, they, they've they already started shooting some of it. Um, it was also a surprise that they announced Hayden Christensen is coming back. Yeah. Later, the question becomes, how and why? When I say how and why, I mean, is it a force ghost? Will he do that thing that fucking Kylo Ren did um, to Ray, where he kind of projects himself to uh, Obi-Wan? Or will you flashback? I think there's a reason they won't do that, because the only reason why... Kylo and Ray were able to do that. They have like this connection. There's a word for it. I can't remember what it is, but there's an actual term. They have like some weird yin yang connection thing that was just, I don't know. There, there was a word for it that they mentioned in the movies, but I can't remember what it is right now. So I don't know if they do that. I could definitely argue that Obi Wan Kenobi and fucking Darth Vader are yin and yang. I mean, yeah, but like. But- and they have a, a super close relationship because they were master and apprentice. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. But it's not like uh, Luke has that with Obi Wan or Yoda, you know. But Luke, hold, hold on, my brother, hold on. But at but you say that, but he was able to do that and fake out Kylo Ren before he passed away. That's not the same thing. Nah, bro. That's, that's not the same thing. What you're talking about is like when like Kylo and Ray can like literally like appear to each other and fucking affect different objects in their vicinity and shit like that. Yeah, I was saying like, is he just projecting himself? That's oh, okay. Like, like. <sighs> I got you. You're talking you about saw, something different. I don't know if it was Rebels. No, in Star Wars, in I guess that was. The Rise of Skywalker. When fucking Kylo Ren passes his mom, she can sense him. She senses him. So mm. I'm like, be something like that where Obi-Wan senses it's Vader and he's like Anakin or some shit like that. Like, will like they will uh I wanna know. Like at the hey. same time, Hayden Christensen is a small guy. The original Darth Vader. Was a six foot seven bodybuilder, and even in Rogue One, he was huge. 
He was. And this show takes place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. So, so yeah, Luke, Luke and Leia are 10 years old. So, I want to know, oh, God, they should, oh, damn it, they should do a fucking, they should do a limited Darth Vader series. Hmm. Because I have, I've been, I, well, I haven't been, but I've read some excerpts from the current Darth Vader comics, bro. I'd be like, damn, this would be a great movie. Like, during, there was during what? Oh, my bad. Go ahead. There was just one scene or comp panel or whatever. It's this comic where he is just searching for um, Padme's remains because he just wants to pay his respects to. That I guess is dark as hell. He he's searching for and like her planet or her tomb keepers are literally fighting to keep him away and. Like it is a it's a super dark scene, but I'm like, damn, that would be like super great to see on screen. Mm. Like, I think there's like, cause you you really know, like, of course, Darth Vader has probably um fought with himself over those years, over that time period, where he was like, Am I doing the right thing? He, I mean, he was a Jedi at some point. And regardless of him transferring to the dark side or not you will always have kind of that in the back of your mind, like, am I doing the right thing as a Jedi or former Jedi? I'm, I'm, is slaughtering these people, is it really good? And I'd really like to see him struggle with that and fucking see Palpatine beat him into submission into being the Darth Vader that we see um, in um, The Empire Strikes Back. Now that you said that, I hope they do that too. You know, spin that off of uh, the Obi Wan show, and get that Darth Vader limited series. I mean, he had like even in Rogue One, he had the best scene in Rogue One. You know. Yes, yes, that was that. It was so. It was fucking like a horror movie, wasn't it? It was, man. It was. It was. That shit was crazy. Um, I found it kind of interesting that everyone was excited about Hayden Christensen, considering they spent the last decade plus shitting on him in the prequels i think people have have just decided you know what it is a part of canon now it is what it is you know i think i think what it is is people have seen clone wars and they've seen how good the character can be like really like oh yeah anakin is dope in clone wars man but i think that they want to see that better translated and i think that they believe he could do it it was just Maybe not with George Lucas writing. And yeah, I think yeah. I, he'd probably be a consultant. Maybe, probably not. Who knows? But as long as he's not writing for the character and they have the whoever's been writing for Star Wars or whoever's doing it, I hope they take cues from George Lucas, but also don't follow him completely. Because mm, you know what? I heard someone say that Clone Wars makes the prequels good. Let me ask you something. When was the last time you seen the prequels? Nigga, I don't even fucking know. Since I played Star Wars, the Revenge of the Sith video game when it first came out. So it's been a long ass time. A long ass time. I, I I like uh, like a week ago, two weeks ago, I watched episode one and episode two. Them niggas was lying. The movies are still bad, bro. And it's the CG for me. Oh my God. You know what it is? Phantom Menace especially. Oh my God. Number one is fucking boring. Number two, Jar Jar is in there so much. 
I forgot how much they put Jar Jar in that movie. They find every excuse to have them in the scene, man. Oh my god, I can't stand Jar Jar. Even with Clone Wars, I just skipped the Jar Jar episodes. They're bringing him back. Are you serious? Remember, I sent it to you from our um, our source said they're bringing him back, and he'll be in multiple shows. It's kind oh, of oh my god, kind of a redemption for the character. Why? I forgot you sent me that, man. They want to redeem. They want to redeem. Why? Let that nigga be dead. I don't care about redeeming shit. Fuck I, him. Again, we don't even know if he ever died. We don't. He can well, still be. I, I looked it up. Actually, um, he. So everyone blamed him for the rise of the empire. So he basically just spent the rest of his life kind of living in shame and like being a street clown. And then he bonded with some kid. Or something, and that's basically where his story ends. Well, again, he could still be alive. We don't even know if he ever if he was alive during Rise of Skywalker. We don't know. Yeah, he could have been. Look, look, this will only be good if they pull the trigger on that longtime fan theory about him secretly being a Sith Lord. That's the only way I'll I'll be cool with that. I think that would be dope. He he's been pushed around and talked so much shit. He's like, you know what? Lisa no care. Don't do that racist ass accent. Stop this. That character, that caricature ass church. That nigga's racist, bro. How is he racist? Oh, Misa got that that fucking offensive ass fucking um what's the word I'm looking for? Minstrel ass alien. Come on, bro. Jar Jar races as hell. Oh, Annie, Misa gonna go cut. Nah, bruh. Nah. He might as well have tap dance shoes. I don't. Uh, I'm. Okay. <laughs> I can't stand Jar Jar. Oh. Uh, oh, and um, I forgot how low key offensive those uh Trade Federation guys' accents were. I was like, oh shit. When I when I heard it like again for the first time in a while, I was like, God damn, they was really out here doing these just wild ass accents. But enough about the prequels. Uh the Bad Batch, an animated series, which will be centering around a uh, as you said, black ops group of clones. Yeah, it's a, a black ops group of clones. Who they do? They do like the Mission Impossible version of Star Wars missions. Um, so are I they mean, like unaffiliated? Like, hmm? Are they like unaffiliated? They do it for pay or what? What's going? No, on? they're they're part of the clones. They're part of the clone army. It's just they're like they're clones that were mutated. That they, they they weren't perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Like one. Was good at said was great at a particular thing, but they didn't look like the other clones. Okay, like they all the one was either blind or had a longer nose or a longer face, or one was like either really dark skin or was like Hulk size. Like they didn't, they weren't uniform like the rest of the clones. They were there was something off about all of them that made them look completely different from the last from the rest. Okay. Okay. So that's what they are, and they're—I they, mean—I thought they were really cool. Okay, and I'll, I'll be interested in seeing that too, because the 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 TV shows have really like added some nice context to the clones. I think, because like 
even in Attack of the Clones, that shit don't make no fucking sense. Because, like, first of all, how the fuck Obi-Wan sees it's a whole army of the nigga that just tried to kill you, but you don't tell no one, and you just trust using that army? That don't make no damn sense. But whatever. The TV shows have, like, made it better. So, you know, even though that's still kind of a plot hole. Uh, Star Wars Visions. Star Wars, but anime. That's particularly interesting to me because I fuck with anime and I fuck with Star Wars. So I mean, it's going to be a great, great concept. I'd love to see um, how it's handled. I mean, I, I'd love to see Star Wars in anime style. Uh, the Lando show. I think we 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 talked a lot about it. Um, do you have anything to add? No, I mean, Star the Lucasfilm has quite a few shows they have coming out over the next few years for Disney Plus. So Disney Plus is finally ramping up their fucking production because I'm tired mm. of paying the subscription only for the Mandalorian. I mean, they got a good catalog though. There's still there's a lot of shit on there that I forgot okay. I liked. Netflix has a great catalog, but they also mm. have a catalog full of new shit. That's true. That's true. All- hey, this- let me tell you, Disney Plus, it's good that they're putting out all this new content because as far as new shit, it's been kind of bare. Like I said, I've been paying just for The Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, uh, The Acolyte. I find that particularly interesting oh. because it's being described as a mystery thriller. It's about somebody who has who's getting their dark side powers. Mm, mm. I mean, I think I think that'd be great. I mean, I think it's definitely time to step away from the, the view of the Jedi for once. Mm-hmm. And, and just, it takes place during the, the final days of the High Republic era. And hey, I think that this doesn't necessarily even have to be about somebody who, well, that's not true because Acolyte is, is the Sith version of an apprentice. Uh, Padawan, right? Yeah. So, hmm. Um, but they could, uh, it could also be somebody who is just not afraid to kill. You know, the Jedi weren't, they, they weren't necessarily killers. They were more like, they would use what they could to not kill, but this could I just mean, be. My, Sam Jackson cut a nigga's head off. Okay. Sam Jackson does whatever he wants. <laughs> That's how it is. And motherfuckers die the way the motherfuckers die. Jedi's <laughs> will kill. It's not like, I mean, they'll kill if they have to. You know, they're, they're not like, you know, I mean, obviously they don't, that's not their first like immediate reaction, but if they got to, you know, they'll kill a nigga. Yeah. So, I mean, I would love to see somebody fucking, I, you know what? All of this show, this show sounds fucking great. And I, I want to see the, the push and pull of this person who I bet you they come from a great background. And it's that that the dark side and that they're very tempted to be evil. I bet you it's something like that. I love to, I can't wait to see the push and pull of whoever this person is mm-hmm. and how to deal with the calling of the dark side versus the good nature that they were raised with. But I say all that to say, I would really love it if there were a TV or a movie adaptation of The Force Unleashed. Mm. Have you played those games? I've played the second one. Yes, I played that one and the first one. They fucking are very fun. It's a, it's a very fun game. Star Killer, Star Killer. He's fucking great character. Sam Whitworth. He fucking voices Darth Maul. 
he's the one who currently like he did the Darth Maul and like he didn't do the the, act, the physical one, but he he voiced him in uh, Rebels, right? He voiced him in Rebels. He voiced him in um, Clone Wars, and also he did the voiceover for Ray Park in Rogue One. Like Ray Park, who like did Snake Eyes and was the like the actual physical Darth Maul in um, Phantom Menace, he didn't like he you saw he, his mouth moved, but it was Sam Witwer who uh, whose voice came out. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, hmm. so I, I would like, I think he's already somewhat attached to the Disney world, uh, and at least in that regard, and in Star Wars or Clone Wars. So I'm like, just give this man his movie. You don't think it might be a little too OP for the for the can for what they're doing now? Fuck that! I was. I, <laughs> I mean, that nigga could do they, a lot they, of shit. They played it too close to the chest with um, the Force Awakens, Last Jedi. They played it too close to the chest with that. So I think that they need to kind of branch out, be a little more violent, be a little more hectic, and fucking. Do an adaptation of the Force Unleashed, or if they want to, they don't want him. I think they should still do that story. Oh, and give my nigga Cal Kestis some love too. Eh. Eh. You didn't like Cal? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, what's wrong with Cal? Okay, I like Cal. I'm not saying I don't like Cal. I think the game he was in was very mediocre. What? Uh, you can't, you can't. EA games are very mediocre. Yes, yes, they are in general. Yes, but yes, that game was dope. I'm gonna give them the props for that. It was okay. It okay. was very limited. I like the CG could have been better. I mean, not the CG, but the the graphics could have been better. Oh, like, I always want to talk about graphics. Like. Though, like it was, it just felt so limited. It felt so paint by the numbers Star Wars game. If there was ever a paint by numbers Star Wars game, that man. was a paint by numbers Star Wars game. And you and you making that man noise because you know I'm telling the truth. Whatever, you know, it could have been a better game than it was. Boo, I'm saying it's a terrible game, but it definitely felt a little paint by numbers. Paint by numbers, that shit was dope. Eh. Nigga, the, the spoilers for uh uh Fallen Man, Jedi. Fuck, stop the, 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 the level with Darth Vader alone. Come on, man. The the boss battle with the with the uh the fucking the the Sith, the secret Sith nigga with the double lightsabers. Them two boss battles was dope as hell. Like, come on, bro. Mediocre. The, that mediocre. entire Order 66 sequence. Come on, dog. Yeah, I mean, okay, there was I'm it's saying, a little not, better than mediocre. I'm not saying it was a terrible game. Um, you just were, said that. It, it had no. I said it had its. It it's a mediocre game. He is a oh great character God. within a mediocre game. I like his backstory. I like his story, where he comes from, how he trained, how he lost his master, all that. But the surrounding game, majority of it, is pretty mediocre. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! Uh, let's see what else. What else? What else? We have oh the the C three PO and R two D two show. I don't give a fuck about it. You don't like uh R two and and three PO. I only care about K two S O. 
Oh, that's a droid from Rogue One, right? Correct. Uh, yeah. And that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. I mean, there it's a droid story. It's probably a little cutesy show. I good for them, I suppose. I wonder if they're gonna take any like uh you remember that really old cartoon droids? No, I don't. You're dating you don't yourself. Know it? I mean, I didn't watch it, my nigga, because it wasn't on when I was a kid, but like I've heard of it at least. That theme song is really catchy. I never heard of it at all. My you, nigga. you never even heard of it? Damn. I mean, I just know one about old cartoons. Yeah, She's like you, mad old. Like you're an old. old. Yeah, you're an old head, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that 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 show is like mad old. I just know that has I've never seen it, but I just know it has a really catchy theme song. And it was like all about fucking C3PO and R2 and shit. So yeah. And uh that's it for the Star Wars side. Um before we move on to Marvel, real quick, I just wanna shout out uh the aliens show coming to FX. Yep. How do you feel about that? Um it takes place on Earth. And I don't I I mean I'm curious i ha- i mean we ha- we don't have that many horror shows these days especially one with a, such a great pre-existing ip as the aliens so i'm very curious to see what they do with that i think it's got the potential to be something fantastic if they handle it correctly exactly because i'm of two minds with this on one hand it's a tv show that takes place in the aliens universe which in theory, sounds really good. Sounds great. Could do for Aliens what Mandalorian is doing for Star Wars. On the other hand, do we need more Aliens stuff? I mean, what was what was the previous series of movies called? Uh, starts with a P. Prometheus. Yes. Prom- the, the Prometheus movies, in my opinion, were not that good. I did not like them very much. But, you know, that's just me. Alien was great. Aliens was great. Alien 3. And don't even get me started on the Aliens versus Predators movies. But, you know, I don't know. Yeesh. Yeesh. I don't know. I just hope it's good. Yes. And before, again, before we move on, again to Marvel, another shout out, very quickly, uh, to. Buzz Lightyear, or oh. as, as the movie will be called, Lightyear, yeah. which is a movie about the show or the character the Buzz Lightyear toy <laughs> is based on. So the, the, no, the, the real, the real, quote unquote, real person that Buzz the is real called. IP character. So let's say there's a there's a Luke Skywalker toy. This yeah. will be the movie about Luke Skywalker. This is not. Well, apparently Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Story universe was an actual person now. I don't think it was an actual that's, person. That's be- no, no, that's what they said. They said it's the real guy that Buzz Lightyear was based off of. Uh, okay. That's what they said. I think they said it's the show or movie it would be based on. What? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like Woody's Roundup. Yeah, but, like, but what, not not. I mean, I'll look at the I'll look at the I'll look at the tweet again. But I don't think that's what they said. 
which Chris is playing Buzz Lightyear again? Chris Evans, Captain Chris America, Evans. or former Captain America. Yes, and now he is going back to space as, or back to, well, yeah, back to space as Buzz Lightyear. Uh, yeah, no, nah, man, I'm pretty sure it's it's based off like in the Toy Story universe. He's like an actual like person now, which feels kind of like a retcon, but yeah, whatever. All right. On to our Marvel stuff. I mean, first of all, how, I'm sorry, before we do that. How we oh, here we go. Here, I, I just found the quote. This is the origin story of the human Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based on. Mm, okay. Regardless, I'm going to see that shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it looks cool. The, 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 the I mean, it would be weird to hear classic catchphrases and it's not Tim Allen, but I'm sure I can get over that. Yeah, I, I feel like there might be a reason they didn't go to Tim Allen this time. Well, I mean, they brought him in for Toy Story 4. I don't know. Well, yeah. Also, he's just older, so he does well, probably... Yeah. He probably doesn't sound... He, he doesn't have the sound that they're looking for for this because Tim Allen's very... Um, I wouldn't say he's one note, but he's like very high energy, and it's not <laughs> like... It's not very... Like, I it's so hard to say the wrong tone that they probably want to go for, right? And they probably are going younger. So, this is like you said, an origin story. Tim Allen sounds like he's an like if he if they did his Buzz Lightyear, he would be like a super experienced guy. Mm. And uh, that is coming into theaters as far as we know, June, June 17th, 2022. Wow, that's just two years away, so that means they've been working on this for a little good little while. Mm-hmm. Um, anything before Marvel? No, I think that's about it. That's it. Okay, so we're on to the Marvel portion of the show. Uh, first off, and we're going to do the same thing, list them all off and then talk about them. Uh, WandaVision, of course, as you know, coming very soon, January 15th. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness coming March 25th, 2022 uh, with a little bit more of the cast being brought up. Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Scarlet Witch, uh, Benedict Wong, Rachel McAdams, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Jesus Christ. I said it right, right? Say it again. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yep. That's how you say it? Yeah, I said it right. Uh, I'm not even gonna try that. Uh, 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 <laughs> I, I, do you want to try that? Nope. Someone last name X, Gomez. X, 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 I am so sorry. As America Chavez. Now that one is a surprise. So And this and that film will tie into WandaVision and Spider Man. And who is directing? Sam Raimi, da, 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 da. Evil Dead, and Spider-Man, the first trilogy of Spider-Man movies. Yes, sir. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, coming March 19th. Whoop, whoop. Uh, you know, some stuff about Black, Black Widow. Black Widow fish is officially still getting its um, theatrical release date. For as some far reason. as we know. And it's scheduled to be released May 7th. Good luck with that. 
uh loki coming may 2021 i cannot wait for that one uh what if the animated series which will be going will will be covering like you know alternate universe type things you know like oh what if there was a female captain america and shit like that is coming summer 2021 uh the cast of shang chi has been announced and we'll talk about the cast when we get to that part uh the miss marvel show will be coming late 2021 uh, Captain Marvel 2 will be directed by Nia DaCosta, who is probably mostly well known for the uh, Candyman remake slash reboot thing that hasn't come out yet, but I'm still excited for. Apparently, they're waiting for theaters to open back up before they do it. Good luck waiting for that. Yeah, who knows? Uh, and even then, you know, how many people are going to want to risk it? And it will be coming to theaters November 11th, 2022. Uh, Eternals will be directed by Chloe Zhao and will star Richard Madden, Gemma Chan, Kumail Nanjiani. You, 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 bro, you do not have to renounce this cast. We, this cast oh, right, 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 right. You're right, you're right. Uh, Hawkeye show will be uh, coming. Did they say the date? I don't think they said Nope, that. it's just coming soon. Yeah, it's just coming soon. And, when, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit more, uh, a little bit more later. The She-Hulk show has been, again, uh, confirmed starring Tatiana Maslany. Tatiana Maslany. There we go. Uh, Moon Knight confirmed. Also coming. Haven't set a date yet. Nope. This one knocked me on my ass because Nick Fury will be coming back. For Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Did they say whether or not it was a show? Or a movie? I can't imagine it. This is this is gonna be a series, yeah. Oh, so like I'm assuming a limited series. Yes. Of some sort. Okay. Ironheart. Ironheart. Oh my god. Again, I don't think they've said whether it's gonna be a show or a movie, but they've announced. They definitely did. They did. Okay. What is it gonna be? Gonna be almost everything here is is series. A series. Okay. Um, Don Cheadle is coming back as War Machine for his own show, Armor Wars, which will also include um, Ironheart. Yes, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which is not something I knew I wanted until they said it, uh, will be coming in 2022. I am Groot, which will be, uh, I'm assuming, an anime. Oh, it'll be a series of shorts, uh. You know, starring Baby Groot. Uh, Christian Bale will be joining the cast of Thor and Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder as the villain Gore the God Butcher. And it will be coming to theaters, okay, May 6, 2022. Again, saying they're going to do a Blade movie starring Mahershala Ali. Another Ant-Man movie called Ant-Man and the Water. Wait, go ahead. So Mahershala Ali is going to get too old where he don't want to do that shit no more. I mean, it's 48 now. Yeah, yeah, 48. I mean, he looks like he's, you know, he stays in decent shape. You know, he doesn't look his age by any means. So I, I, don't know, I, I mean, I get that, but at fucking 50 years old and he's not even an action star by trade, for real, he's a dramatic actor. That's true. He's not going to want to just, like, stay in that type of shape well into his 50s, my man. How many people can really say no to that Marvel check, though? Uh, many people. The people who the people, the people who aren't in a Marvel movie. Uh, well, they, they, I mean, maybe they want to be. You know, 
You never know. I'm just saying. They they keep waiting. They go. He gonna end up leaving, and they're gonna have to recast. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Um. Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. Peyton is back to direct. Yes. Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer is coming back, and Catherine Newton replaces the old Cassie as Cassie Lang. Oh uh, yeah, because you know time skip and all that. And Jonathan Majors is officially confirmed as Kang the Conqueror. Oh man, Kang the motherfucking Conqueror, which I thought was pretty interesting because I kind of just assumed he was going to be the next big bad, you know? Because it's like after Thanos, you know, where do you go from there? But I mean, he still could be because even Thanos, what his first appearance was Avengers. So yeah, you never know. Yeah. And Black Panther 2, which will be coming July 8th, 2022, is once again being written and directed by Ryan Coogler. Uh, and we'll go more into Black Panther 2 and everything that goes that uh, goes into that once we uh, get back to it. <laughs> and of course, arguably the biggest news, the Fantastic Four is confirmed. Marvel Studios Fantastic Four. They have a nice little new logo and everything. And it will be directed by John Watts. Who has direct who is currently directing Spider-Man 3 and directed the last two Spider-Man movies. And I love those movies. Some yeah. of my favorite Marvel movies. So I could see that style that he's got going for the Spider-Man movies fitting perfectly with the Fantastic Four. God, I hope you're right. Okay, so just to go back, let's start out with the ones that actually have trailers, i.e., the ones we've known about for a while. WandaVision? Yep. How'd you feel about that trailer player? I'm like, okay, so basically, something's happened to Wanda. She's in some type of coma, and basically, she's going through different eras of television and fucking seeing Vision, living and envisioning her life with Vision in each era of television. Um, we don't get too much of the story. We get that there's clearly some funky shit going on. Because if you hear at a certain point, someone says, Wanda, what happened? No, who did this to you? So clearly, I think it might be uh, Catherine Hahn, I think is her name. Yeah, Catherine Hahn. I'm, I'm familiar with her, but she usually does like comedy movies. Yeah, and so I'm thinking like she seems to be appearing in each alternative reality or all or each period of television. So I'm thinking she might be, you know, low key the problem. You know, kind of like mm. Batmite was kind of like universe hopping and doing all this. Yeah, yeah. So you mean like the person who might be responsible for all the weird shit? Yeah, know? I think that might be it. And just to, just to go on a quick tangent, I just want to explain because I am still stuck on my theory that I think is too good to be true. No, okay. I think it's too good to not be true. Remember this theory I told you? Yeah, yeah, you texted me about it, so I'm, I'm going to let you explain it. Though. Okay, so go clearly ahead. when you watch this trailer, at some point Wanda is face-to-face with um, a Mind Stone which is what activated her powers and created vision. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking in this universe, we know 
based on Marvel comics, based on the Marvel the pat the past action movies, and including the dead the last two Deadpool movies, a lot of mutant abilities come about either through puberty or through stress, like a, a fight or flight situation. I'm thinking that because Wanda's powers were activated by the Mind Stone and she clearly lost vision, she clearly is distraught without him. I'm thinking that towards the end of the series, she comes to the realization that she can't bring vision back and she's fucking heartbroken. And this fucking realization, it causes her fucking her powers to alter reality which AKA does a couple of things. One of them being it tears a hole in the multiverse, which is, okay. is how we get the next Spider-Man and the next Doctor Strange. The other is that... Which we already know all those three things are connected. Right. And the other is that because her power, it like we saw in uh, Age of Ultron, she can manipulate people's minds I'm thinking at some point she loses control of her powers and she sends a shockwave through the world um, activating mutant powers that not in everybody, but in the select group uh, population of people. And that is how the MCU gets its mutants. Like, I think that there are probably already some mutants, like a very, very, very small population of mutants already in the world. But I think because Professor X is who he is, he's probably mind-wiped people and deleted footage, and he probably has taken care of it so that they never appeared up. There's never been a blip on the Mm -hmm. radar. But I think once Wanda does what she does, it's kind of out of his control. And he kind of has to get involved, and he kind of the X Men kind of has to be a thing. I hope it happens. I and hope I'm proven right. Oh, that'd be so great! Like I said uh, when you told me about it, that's not a bad idea by any means. I, uh, I I like it. I do. Um, you might the writing might get a little funny with the whole oh Professor X was able to perfectly hide everything for so long thing. But I would trust them enough to, you know, make it believable. You know, um, I'm very, I like Marvel when they get weird. Because the main criticism about the MCU is that everything about it is very samey. You know. That's very pained by the numbers. The MCU, yeah, so pained by the numbers. It, 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 it can be that way often, yeah. So I really like that they appear to be like for example, when when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, that immediately stood out to me because it was so different from all the other Marvel movies. It was fucking like colorful as shit and like a bunch of like fucking dad rock and it was in space and like every character was a dickhead. Like like it was it was hilarious to me. I'm like this is immediately like my favorite Marvel movie. So I like how they they're taking a lot more risks with their properties. Right, and that's good because. Do the same thing over and continuously, things will get stale and the audience will notice. Exactly. Uh, next we have The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes, which it's I'm excited for it. It's 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 um 
It's one of my more anticipated shows. It's actually my least anticipated show. Not that I don't, not that I'm not anticipating it. I'm just saying in the list of shows, well, actually, Hawkeye might be my least, but second to least. I mean, the trailer looks good. I'm just, out of the ones that have trailers, that's my like least anticipated. It looks good. You know, it just, you know, looks like a really good action show. You know, this show to me seems like the best sequel to uh, The Winter Soldier we could have gotten. Yes, I agree. It's like a perfect sequel to The Winter Soldier. From the action, the way it seems kind of like a spy thriller, which is what the Russo brothers said they were going for, uh, like a 1970s spy thriller, when they when they did um, The Winter Soldier. So I that this has made it my most anticipated because I like Ivan's style. I think that that movie is probably one of the best in the MCU. The Winter Soldier. I I, I, th- I feel like it's. The, mm. I didn't say the best, but definitely one of the best. Like I might, I might say, like just on how well it's made, I would probably say the best. Right. Um, so. And these two have great chemistry. You know, they have great friendly chemistry. So I also look forward to seeing fucking Bucky, not Bucky, um, Sam taking over the the mantle of Captain America or maybe struggling with taking over the mantle of Captain America. It's interesting that you say that because when you watch the trailer, you notice he's not really holding the shield in any of these scenes. No, when you notice it, when you notice uh, when the trailer opens up, he's in a Captain, a Captain America museum, and that shield is in a in in glass case, in mm-hmm. a glass case. So I, I don't think he really is using the Captain America moniker at this point. I think probably towards the end, just like how Captain America was using that kind of stealthy suit, I think towards the end, just like in the when the first Winter Soldier. He goes to that museum and takes that shield. Oh, like as a nice uh, callback. Okay. Right. Yeah. And you know, something I just want to point out, the production level on these shows have not dropped from the movies at all. This this looks like these could be scenes from like the movies. Absolutely, especially that free-falling scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, being chased the, by a helicopter or something. I know the budget on these got to be crazy. They stupid crazy, dude. Oh my goodness. They stupid crazy. Uh, Loki, which is the one I'm actually most excited about. So, of course, you know, we got to wait the long. Oh, wait, no, May 2021. So, yeah, Loki looks really fucking good. It looks so good. It really Tom does. Has carried the Thor franchise on his shoulders. He has, he has, man. Um, so. It looks like they're going to be dealing a lot with like the multiverse and like different dimensions because Lo- the Loki from uh, Infinity War, no, Endgame, the Loki from Endgame took the uh, the cube. Yes, the cube. I was trying to remember the actual name, the cube, and I guess it's been dimension hopping. And it looks like he gets caught up by the TVA, also known as the Time Variance Authority, which is a group from the comic books. Basically, they like monitor the multiverse and like make sure shit don't like you know fuck up the timelines too much and 
they can apparently in the comic books they can like totally erase timelines if they're considered too dangerous to exist and we have a wow your boy owen wilson motherfucker Owen Wilson, a character wow Owen Wilson d- doesn't even look like himself this fucking guy has a fucking he has a fucking gray short haircut and a white mustache or a, I guess a gray mustache this is this this is so un Owen Wilson that it's it's fucking scary yeah it is man it is you know what maybe it's been just because it's been a while since I've seen him but yeah man for, for a splits, uh, the last movie I remember. What's the last movie, movie, you, me, and Dupree. I think it was Father Figures. Mm, maybe. That movie with a uh, a uh, uh, homie from the office, Andy from the office. You're right. Were they were yeah. brother? Yeah. Yeah. Not a great movie. No, very terrible. Um. Besides that, though, yeah, this show does look fucking great. The Time Variance Authority. Um. Wow, Loki. Loki's basically on his own spy thriller. I don't know how the fuck what they yeah, describe it. He's all dressed in a suit and shit. Got dark sunglasses. Got himself a haircut. He's even he's even in his president Loki um attire. Like this is Loki in what I imagine this is best. He's I mean for the most part we've not really seen Loki. I mean, we know he's the god of mischief, but what is he really capable of besides changing his appearance? Uh, this show will really show us, you know, what his magic is capable of, what his real powers are outside of just shape-shifting. Yeah, well, he's also um, making, like, mirages of himself and shit. Shape-shifting. Anyway. That's not shape-shifting. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's, really it's, it's yeah. hollow, hollow cloning himself. Yeah, basically. But yeah, man. Honestly, it looks to me the best looking show too. The most ambitious looking show. Like, there's a lot of shit I'm seeing in here that you, you that they probably wouldn't do in like Wandavision, like him diving out of a plane and being picked up by the fucking uh, Bifrost and like diff- all these like different dimensions and shit. It it just it looks like the most like visually stunning TV show to me. Yeah. I have to give you, it does look visual, very visually appealing. I can't wait. Much more different than the other shows. And I like how each of these shows feels uh, like a smidge bit off from what Marvel normally does, which is really good. I mean, it is the Marvel brand, but to see the, the variance that they're having is fucking, is great. I, the I, most, mean, I, I can't even describe what this show is, you know? Yeah, the most quote-unquote normal show it looks like right now is uh, Winter Soldier and, um, no, my bad, Falcon and Fal- Winter Soldier. You still there? More. I couldn't agree more. And uh, the last show with a trailer is Marvel's What What If. If. Which is basically a look at the multiverse in animated form for Marvel. Yeah. um, It looks looks really cool. They even show off some of the storylines they're going to be doing. Like, what if uh, Peggy Carter was Captain Britain? Right? What What if if, uh, 
T'Challa was Star Lord. You know that one. I, I I would never even have thought of that one. That one was wild. Um, there was another. There was one with Doctor Strange that they didn't show too much detail on. I believe it was he fighting himself. Yeah, yeah. So that too. Um, I saw Captain Marvel show up. You know, Winter Soldier, Zombie Captain America. Yeah. That the the you know I'm not big on CG animation usually. I just prefer traditional 2D. And while part of me does wish they had done that for this show, I gotta say this the 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 CG animation they got here is pretty cool. It is. It's actually very well done. I can't wait to see it in further action and what further stories they have. And this, I mean, I know technically it is and isn't, but this will technically be the last we. Last bit of content we get out of um, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, yeah, because he uh, provided his voice for some of the episodes, apparently. <laughs> like uh, um, T'Challa is Star-Lord, which looks so fucking cool to me. I really want to see that episode. Yeah, I mean, so- it's, literally, it's literally two of my favorite Marvel franchises put together. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, this episode looks great. Now we're talking about this real quick. Let's just talk about Black Panther 2. Yeah, let's talk about Black Panther 2. Because uh, Marvel um decided to make the decision to not recast. Yeah, they're not gonna recast T'Challa. And apparently Oh well, well before 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 we before we say how we feel on this uh, on the decision, um Black Panther 2 will be, in their words, focused on like the world of Wakanda and like how Wakanda works and like, you know, I guess its place in the world, which I think is a very interesting concept for a superhero movie to take. Well, then don't. I'll, I'll call- say that. Wait, what would you say? Then they shouldn't call it Black Panther. They should call it the world, the world of, of Wakanda. Wakanda. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, how do you feel about them choosing to not recast Black Panther? I think it's a bad idea. Um, I mean, I know they say they're going to try and refocus on Shuri as a character and probably give her maybe the mantle. I don't know. But I think that the character of T'Challa has been around since the 60s. The 60s. I think to cut short his story his well is very much like um, I know it's not the, quite the same situation, but it's like we were talking about with um, Star Wars and then them cutting themselves at the knee with nixing the extended universe. There's such a wealth of knowledge and potential and story and plot lines with this character. It doesn't make sense to not continue. This character has had a huge impact. Now, I would say this character would have the same huge impact if he was played by any other actor. It's the fact that he was a black king of royalty who happened to also be a superhero. Not because he was played by a certain person, but because of what he represented. And now that will no longer be seen on screen. And I think it is a bad idea. I get that they're they're trying to their hearts come from the right place. I get that, you know, they're trying to respect Chadwick and his legacy, but 
protect his legacy by pushing forward the story that he started. He was just the first chapter. But the story of T'Challa, the, the stories that can be told of T'Challa can go on for decades. Decades. And I really think that they should reconsider or maybe wait a couple years. Maybe if that's what they want to do, they want to wait a couple years and say, let's say he got abducted in the secret invasion or whatever. But I really think they need they they need to continue telling those stories at some point. Uh, oh, um, is that it? Yeah. Um, I I agree with you on some points. I agree with you on a lot of points actually, and I I also I feel I feel mixed about it because first off, I want to point out they didn't say they would be retiring the character. They simply said they would not recast the character now that can mean a lot of things see when when i read it to me what stood out was that they they didn't say they were retiring t'challa if you're retiring a character i feel like they would say that so i feel like t'challa maybe legacy footage you know i mean we've seen it's not like disney hasn't done that before you know they've done that in rogue one with the the actor's face they did that in another Star Wars property very recently. Granted, that actor is still alive, but you know, you know what I mean, right? You know, the legacy footage, maybe using some of the audio. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but if, if those are any indication, that is a bad idea. Yeah, true. I agree. I agree. That might not be a great idea either. But I'm just saying it might be a possibility because the fact that they said we're not recasting and they didn't say we're retiring the character of T'Challa, that stood out to me. So, you know, hey, we might still see T'Challa in some form or fashion. Um, As far as they're, but assuming they're not going to show T'Challa at all, I, I, I don't know, man. I just, I feel, I feel so mixed about it. Cause it's like on one hand, I I totally agree that people is I mean I'm raw about it, you know. I'm still I'm still not even fully over it. Like that shit happened to us out of nowhere, right? It's like one night you're chilling and the, oh shit, what the fuck, Chadwick Boseman is dead, uh, and damn, like people there's still people in mourning, you know. That shit hit hard. People were really fucked up behind that, and. I totally get why they would be like, you know what? Let's let's not recast. We'll let his legacy live on as it is. But like you said, the stories that you could tell with that character are so much, you know. And to just not use them with that character, it, it is it's it it would be sad to not see that. And uh, I don't know about uh, Shuri taking over because I don't know if you've been paying attention, but um, what, what's what's the actress's name? Oh, Letitia Wright. Yes, Letitia Wright. She uh she kind of pissed some people off recently. Anti-vaccine shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if that might happen. <laughs> she she might have fucked herself up with that. I don't know. But hey, you know. Uh. Oh my God, I can't remember her name. Okoye. Well, her too, but. Oh, you're N- talking Nakia. about Yeah. Um. Oh my God, her actress's name. I gotta look it up. This is ridiculous. Lupita Nyong'o. Yes, Lupita Nyong'o. I mean, you know, 
give her a franchise. She's an amazing. She's a she. I would argue that she's might be right now the best actress in the Marvel roster, arguably, at the very least, top five. You know, so she. I feel like she could head a franchise, but yeah, man, I don't know. I still, I feel, I just, I feel mixed about that decision. I really do, and I wouldn't envy anyone having to make that decision. Cause I you, wouldn't either, because you know. it is a hard one. Whatever you choose. Yeah, yeah, but I, but like I said, man, that 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 concept that they said, I think that's a very interesting route for a superhero movie to take. But it's called Black Panther Two. It is. It is. Which is means it's the sequel to a story with the same characters. Yeah. As the first. No. Although they they did say they would be exploring the characters introduced in the first. It's yes, not like it's going to be the main cast. character. The Black Panther is T'Challa. Yeah, he is. Take his name and his character's name out of the title of the movie then. Call it Wow, Women of Wakanda. Or maybe like Black Panther colon World of Wakanda. I don't know. I mean, I guess they got to call it Black Panther because like, well, I feel like Wakanda is a recognizable brand at this point. You could probably, you could probably market it Marvel World of Wakanda. You probably, you, you could probably do that. Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough thing, you know. Yeah. Well, on to lighter news. They've uh, finally released the full cast of Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, not, say what? I'm not saying any of these names besides... <laughs> besides I'll, I'll, I'll try. Um, Simu... I apologize. I'm just going to apologize now. I am so sorry. Simu Liu, Liu as Shang-Chi. Um, Tony Leung but, as... Did you hear the way that Kevin Feige said Shang-Chi? It, was, it wasn't like it's spelled. It was like he said said it differently. What did he say? I, I, I got to look at the video again, but it, it just was not how I was thinking it was going to be pronounced. Yeah. Uh, Aquafina. She just be in everything these days. My word. Hey, you get your check. Aquafina is Katie. Meng Er Zhang as Xiling. Michelle Yao as Jiang Nan. Ronnie Chang. Hey, uh, from The Daily Show. Ronnie Chang as uh, John John. Uh, Fala Chen as Jiang Li. And Florian Moon. Muntianu as Razor Fist. Muntanu, and he's the guy that he played Apollo. No, he played. um, Oh, uh, the the son of. Okay, he looks okay. So that's why he looks familiar. Okay, and kind of burying the lead here, the subtitle is "The Legend of the Ten Rings," which we've known for over a year. We did. It's been Shang-Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings for a while. Are you sure? I guess I wasn't paying attention. So yeah, so you know the Ten Rings, yeah, the Ten Rings. Uh, so maybe the 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 actual. Uh, uh, yes, because remember one of these guys, somebody else who in this cast is who is not on this this paper is supposed to play the Mandarin. Okay, no, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I probably just wasn't paying that close attention then. 
I don't know how I missed that. But yeah, so the Mandarin will be showing up again, which is cool. Um, I hope it's not the look. I know you. Fu- Wait, do you fuck with Iron Man three? Um, it's all right. Okay, I, Iron Man three is one of my most hated Marvel movies. I really do not like Iron Man three. To me, Iron Man three is like the Man of Steel of the. No, that's not true. No, Iron Man please. two is the Man of Steel of please, Marvel not. movies for me. Please. Please, but Iron Man three, I'm not a fan of Iron Man three. Um, I I do like that they change. I mean, they had to change the Mandarin because Loki the Mandarin is kind of a racist and shit character. So I get why they had to change it. I just don't like the way they changed it. You know, I, I kind of wish they took it in a different direction. But to see, oh, okay, so now we're getting like a real Mandarin. That's kind of cool to see. Um, ironically, his arch nemesis is dead now, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. And uh, I, I recognize some of the people in this cast. Like, uh, Aquafina is cool, you know. I don't mind her that much. Uh, Ronnie Chang is hilarious on The Daily Show, so it's going to be cool to see him in here. Do you know anything about anyone else on the cast? Absolutely not. Unfortunately, I hate to say that, but absolutely not, I don't. Well, you know, there's uh, a lot of uh, fresh faces here that aren't, like, normally, like, that you don't see in movies all the time, probably. Right. That's correct. So this will be good to see that for them is a lot of Asian representation. Oh, and big time. That's always good. That's always good. And this is the, but it's hilarious that this is the kung fu master of superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so ironic. Yeah. And, you know, the, the rest is mostly just um, shows being announced and not too much details. But, the f- okay, but uh, did, were you the one who told me about your theory about the the next, what you think the next big crossover is going to be involving Spider-Man and some of these shows? Was that your idea or mine? Uh, I think it was mine. Okay, so you, I'm, I'm going to just say it was yours. So I remember you told, you 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 had this theory that they're going to take, uh, Spider Man. Oh yeah, Young Avengers. Bro. Yeah, Miss Marvel, Ironheart, and uh, one more. Who am I forgetting? Uh, Kate Bishop. Yes, Kate Bishop from Hawkeye, and they're gonna do a Young Avengers crossover. That shit would be dope. I really hope they do that. That would be wild if they did that, bro. But also, fucking, fucking, fucking. Um, they're introducing. Ant-Man's daughter, who also is a young Avenger. I didn't even think about that one, dog. That's a good-ass point. Her, too. Nigga, I'm telling you. They They might. They're planning ahead, man. I'm telling you. They are. They are. are. Uh, And I said, wow, an Ironheart show, though. I'm really excited about that Ironheart show. Because, I mean, we've said on this show before, bro, there's, like, damn near no African-American or black women superheroes that get a lot of representation. For real, for real. So Ironheart getting the show is really fucking big. It's, it is so crazy, you know? Yeah. That, that, it is so crazy because cool. Ironheart is such a relatively new character, and mm-hmm. she's already getting so so much shine. I mean, in this series alone, she's getting shine, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, Miss Marvel, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, Miss Marvel, yeah, you said Miss Marvel too. Yeah, like, I was, was, yeah, was going to say a lot of uh, uh, a lot of representation, black representation, Muslim representation. Yeah, and think about it. That kid from fucking 
Iron Man 3. He was in Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. I sincerely thought, sincerely, that that kid had a had a brighter future in a future project. You think he upset that he's not getting a show? Is he upset he's not getting a show at all? The last thing he was in was a fucking funeral scene? Probably. (laughs) I'd be. Shit. Well... I'm 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 not gonna say nothing because I'm gonna be biased because like I said I didn't like Iron Man three at all, but you know that's that's just me. Uh, hot take. I don't think any of the Iron Man movies are particularly very good. The first one is pretty good. Outside of that, eh. but that's just me. Robert Downey Jr. saves those movies for me anyway. Um, I recently heard the She Hulk show was gonna be like a legal comedy. Yeah, I don't understand what that one's about. Yeah, when I read that, I'm like, hmm? so is she? Is she just gonna be like She Hulk? But I'm, I'm not. I'm not turned off by that necessarily. I'm just wondering, like, how is that gonna? Is she not gonna be? Is she straight up just gonna be like? Is it gonna be like a, a lawyer show? Oh, but it just happens to be She Hulk. We recognize that the fucking the abominations coming back for that show. Yeah, okay, so there pretty much has to be some like superhero shit in there if Abomination's gonna be in there, which again, that's huge because I think this is the first time the rest of the MCU outside of like Luke Cage, I think, has acknowledged that Hulk movie. Right, and also, according to our source, the leader will be in that show. I have been, I've been waiting for, not Tim Roth, that's Abomination. Who's the other one? I I know who you're talking about, but he was the he was the other guy. I don't know. He was he was um Looking Glass in in Watchmen. Yeah, I'm just I'm not just I'm just gonna say Looking Glass for Looking Glass to come back as the leader because that was such a huge fucking like cliffhanger and like hanging thread. I know they answered that thread in like a a, a, a little like one Blake Nelson. one shot. Oh, Blake Nelson, Tim Blake Nelson in a one shot. They addressed that, but still, I mean, you want to actually see it. And like, let's be real, how many people Did saw they? that one shot? I look at that shit. Yeah, they addressed the leader stuff in a one shot. I gotta see that. They I, actually, I know you saw the, the, uh, the Mandarin one shot though, right? I did. Okay, so yeah. So yeah, yeah, but I still, you know, to see Tim Blake Nelson, who's a great actor on top of that as the leader would be really fucking cool. The Hulk has a pretty decent rogues gallery that they just have not taken advantage of. Hmm. That's true. I mean, they're starting to, though, because I remember a while ago, our source also said that, that Red Hulk was coming to the MCU. Mm, do you think it's still going to be Thunderbolt Ross? It has to be. Who else has been the Red Hulk? No one's ever been the Red Hulk but Thunderbolt. Yeah, true. It's just weird to see me, like, maybe because he's not like this is like the Thunderbolt Ross who's like in his retirement years. You, you feel me? Like the one we have on screen now? This isn't the like super aggro, I want to kill the fucking Hulk Thunderbolt Ross. You get what I mean? So it'd be hard for me to see this like in his later years, Thunderbolt is Red Hulk. Yeah, exactly. The exactly. Joe Biden Red Hulk. Exactly. So I don't, that's why I'm like, is it still going to be Thunderbolt Ross? 
I can't imagine anybody else. I mean, the only other person who's been the red, who's been a Red Hulk, has been um, Betty. Mm. Maybe Betty's coming back. That's also very possible. We don't know what's going on with this show. This, I mean, who knows? But I'm excited. I can't wait to see. It will it be Tim Roth or will it be actual Abomination? Didn't they say Tim Roth was coming back? Yeah, but I'm saying, will it be the actual like CG Abomination or will it be uh, like Tim Roth like himself? Oh, okay. Because I, I would I hope it's actual Abomination because it's like then what's even the point, you know? Yeah, because I don't even know if he's even in shape anymore. Like Tim Roth, Tim Roth's older now. Like all they're getting all these character actors back, and they not they 10, 12, 15 years older now. Well, if anything would be motivation, it'd be a Marvel check. Man, sometimes it's not even worth it if you're a real actor. Yeah, you you keep saying that. Just wait until your boy Phoenix comes back for Joker too. He's not. I don't he believe will. He will. He'll do it. He it. will do it. DC He's never do done a sequel before. He wants. He you know who else said they're never gonna do a sequel? Jim Carrey. How many sequels to 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 his comedy classics do we have now? A lot. Just saying. Dumb and Dumber 2. Ace Ventura 2. That's Apparently it. a mask 2 is coming up. That is no, there's been no word on that, so I don't think so. There's still two right there. The ones I already had, uh, acknowledged. I mean, those were also in his... The first one was his heyday, so he was contractually obligated to that. Ah. And the second one, I don't I don't know why the second one was made. But it was made. Terribly. Stupidly. Yes. Yes, it was. It was a disappointment. But still, he made it. So I'm just saying... Hey, you put a check in front of somebody, they'll they'll do it. They might say, Oh, I don't I don't want to do a sequel. I'm an artist. I don't, I don't want to do a sequel. Man, don't give me that. You're gonna do a sequel. Stop it. Stop it. That's the most annoying sound in the world. <laughs> uh and uh these will be the last two because this is running kind of long and I still have to edit this. Um your boy Batman, Christian Bale is joining Thor Love and Thunder as Gore the God Butcher. How much do you know about Gore the God Butcher? Very little. Uh, next enough for me. I don't I don't really know much about him. It says he grew a nameless brand. I don't know, yeah. I don't know. Uh he, he apparently is the one who cuts off Thor's arm. You think Thor's gonna be losing an arm? Motherfucker already lost an eye. I don't see why he might not lose an arm. Okay. Give um, him that little iron arm or metal arm, whatever he has. That that'd be cool. That'd be a cool little aesthetic to see. And of course, the big one, Fantastic Four, officially joining the Marvel Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe, I should say. So, I feel like we fan casted this before. And I don't remember what we said, but I don't. is 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 a uh, is Jim from the Office definitely Mister Fantastic, or is just is that just what people want? That's what people want. I don't. I think he's over that. I also think he's too old for that now. I mean, not to say that he's too old. Like Marvel doesn't cast older actors because 
look at who they cast fucking Robert Downey Jr. in his mid forties. They cast the same with Mark Ruffalo. So, but I think they're probably going to want to skew probably thirties with the Fantastic Four and thirties and younger. And I honestly would love if they chose a black Mister Fantastic to just go around. Mm. Well, now that you said that, who do you think should play him? God, it's that guy. I can't think of his name, but that guy from The Good Place. Ooh, Chidi. Yes, that's a good choice. Um, I'm pretty sure his first is William Harper Jackson. Is it William Harper Jackson? I don't know. I feel like that's it. I'm, I'm looking up real quick, but yeah, man, that's a good choice. Um, if he wasn't already T'Challa's dad, I would say, I mean, not T'Challa's dad, uh, Killmonger's dad, I would say. Um, oh, you know, yeah, Michael B. No, Michael, what's his name? Michael Sterling, Michael K. Sterling. Yeah, if he wasn't already uh, Killmonger's dad, but he is, so you know. William Jackson Harper. I mixed up his last two names. But yeah, his name's William Jackson Harper. That's a good choice. But yeah, like I said, if he wasn't already Killmonger's dad, that guy would be my choice. Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily have anybody in mind for Ben Grimm. I mean hmm. John Cena has always been my my <laughs> That's a good choice. John Cena? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's got. I think he's got the voice. I think fuck, fuck what you know, what you, what they look like, you know. As long as they are, have a somewhat like protective uh, image, like like they like you can see them being protected, like uh, this person being protected over Reed. I think it works, and I can see John Cena being like the protective type, like he already has this kind of protective image, so to speak. So I think. That plus his voice, if he gets that little that little New York grunting going, that little Queens or Brooklyn accent, mm-hmm. I think that would be perfect for Ben Grimm. Ben Grimm, I gotta I gotta think. I'm trying to think of like burly, tough guy type actors that can also pull off like a certain warmth. Because that's always been the appeal of the thing, right? He's like he's a big tough guy, but he's got a warmth to him. He's a he's a blue eyed softy. Yeah, so I'm, you know, and of course, I gotta believably pull off of that fucking New York is shit accent. So um, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta think about that one. Now, do who do we pick for Sue? Sue? Do we go? Do we go white for interracial? Interracial coupling? If we do, I think why not? Uh, fucking Kristen Bell. <laughs> you said, oh, you know, why not? You know, good place reunion. They are, I mean, hey. they really already have that chemistry. They do. They do have good on-screen chemistry, so it and works. Both around the same age, I think that will work, to be honest with me. Kristen Bell's a good actress. And I think um, Dakery Montgomery, or Dak, whatever his name is, from Stranger Things and the Power Rangers. Oh, Jason? Dak, yeah, I think he's yeah, a good choice. Johnny Storm. Johnny Storm, yeah. Yeah, I'm not even gonna try to beat that one. That's actually a really good Johnny Storm choice. Um, but yeah, for uh, the thing, I don't even know. I almost want to say Joe Mantilla. Manganiello. Yeah, but he's kind of old, older. Yeah. I think he could pull it off, but he he is kind of older to play the thing. I don't know. 
What about for, ooh, what about um Channing Tatum? Yeah. Yeah, Chang Tatum. I mean that uh that fucking at this point <laughs> the uh the uh um damn Cajun mutant Gambit. The Gambit movie ain't coming. No, Gambit. it's never coming. It's, it's not. not happening. I'm sorry, everyone. It, it's 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 not happening at this point. So shit, might as well make Channing Tatum the thing. You know, that's not a bad that's not a bad idea. He's a big kind of you know dorky tough guy, and he can pull off warmth. Yeah, yeah. Channing Tatum is the thing. But yeah, man. John Watts is directing. I'm there's a strong chance I'm gonna like it. There's a, a small chance I might not. You are just a you're too attached to those not very good Spider-Man movies. To Raimi's movies? Look, I love them too. I'm very nostalgic for them. But they're also very, very, very cheesy. Okay, but they have the serious moments. Which they is do. I, this, but... They have more serious moments in heart than any than anything. They are way more cheesy than serious. You're the one who's out of it, Gabby. Out of your mind. I don't even know what you're talking about. Do you, man, when was the last time you watched those movies? It's been a little while. I was gonna yeah, watch. watch them again. See how well they aged. I mean, I know the first one hasn't aged well at all. Nah. But. This this is coming from someone who actually likes Spider-Man 3. Those movies haven't like aged very well. I mean, they're wonderful movies. I love them. But I ain't going to act like they're the best Spider-Man movies. I really wish they they gave Peyton Reed the job. For Fantastic Four? Yeah, after seeing what he did with um... Mandalorian. Yeah, he directed two episodes of Mandalorian this season. After seeing that, what he did, I definitely think he should do it. And he already said that he, like, when um, the first they were doing the first Fantastic Four, he had a script. He was actually supposed to direct it, and he didn't end up doing it. Like, he's he's wanted to do the Fantastic Four for years. And who? And think about it, the fucking Fantastic Four knows goes in out of the quantum realm just as much as Ant-Man. So it would make sense. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure the fans, like you said, the Fantastic Four is familiar with that stuff. And they're they're almost more like explorers in a way than superheroes. I mean, they do their superhero thing. But I feel like they're primarily explorers, right? Yeah, they're scientific explorers. Absolutely. Yeah, so again, that's, that's almost like another way to do a different kind of genre for a Marvel movie. Yeah, man. Hey, I, I'm excited as hell to get a genuinely good Fantastic Four movie. The Tim Story movies, I feel like they, they do get shit on a lot, rightfully so. But I kinda I kinda I kinda like them, you know? I see the like, maybe it's maybe it's nostalgia, but I do I kinda like them. I like the score. Yeah, the score is good, but you know they're not very you know. Fant four stick is trash, so let's not oh, even absolutely. talk about that. I really, I you know what? I kind of want to live in the world where I saw Josh Trank's actual movie. 
do you remember how um you remember the backstory for the it's clobbering time catchphrase in that movie no i don't the 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 backstory for that catchphrase oh yeah it was his brother was bullying him right he would abuse and beat the shit out of him and that's where he got his what kind of dark shit is that why would that be why would he make that his catchphrase uh, Same he, thing his his older he, brother would say before he beat the shit out of him. He turned his bully's phrase against him, and he used it when he was saving people. Terrible, no, none of that. That's, I no. mean, I don't, I don't see what other point you have for that Jesus. line. I don't, I don't see how you even write an, an origin for that for that pick catchphrase today, though. Can you? <laughs> Well, in the Tim Story movies, they actually gave it to an action figure first. Like the thing's action figure, they just needed something for it to say. And the action figure would say, it's clobbering time. And the thing's like, all right, whatever, I guess I'll say that. So, and yeah, that was-, that was also a terrible origin for that line. So I'm talking yeah. about an actual origin. Can you, do you see an uh, actual? Maybe it could be like a superhero he grew up watching. I mean, superheroes existed in the Marvel Cinematic Universe before there were actual superheroes, right? Captain America. Yeah, so maybe there's an old superhero show he used to watch. And then he just took that. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe he just says it spontaneously. Regardless, I do hope this movie does well. I do hope John Watts does Is that even a question? I think you mean you hope this movie will be good. It's Marvel. Of course, it's going to do well. Okay. I'm sorry. I hope this movie is good. Yeah. I hope John Watts doesn't compromise too much. I hope he gets a lot of his own say as the director for this film. I hope there aren't a lot of creative differences because, as we know, there's been a lot of creative differences from not only DC but Marvel as well in the last few few months or year or so. So I would hope that it goes according to plan and i hope that it, this is i'm curious very curious to see how they tackled the thing clearly it's going to be Same. cgi motion cap but i'm just hoping that this is done right this is done effectively i hope that their powers are explained in a way that i feel satisfied learning with them and about them i can't wait Saying that I'm 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 ready for finally having a good Fantastic Four movie. Love that fan, love that that comic book series for a long time. So I just I'm glad to see them done done well on screen. So right. that's that's it uh, for Disney Investors Day talks and whatnot. Uh, a lot of Star Wars shit, a lot of Marvel shit. I'm excited Disney Plus getting that content. I'm excited to see it. Where can they find you, bro? Find me on Instagram at one handsome geek. Spell how it sounds, all one word. Find me on Instagram at handsome blurred. That's I mean that's on Twitter at handsome blurred. Follow me on PSN at mystery nine nine seven. Where can they find you, Adu? Twitter, IG, Adu underscore man. That is one a two d's one o underscore m a n. You can follow me at PSN at AdMant. That is 1A2D's M-A-N-T. You can follow the show. Words from Blurs. Spelled how it sounds. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc. All your major platforms. We yes, on sir. there. Yes, sir. Uh, we're on Twitch. Streams from Blurs. Chickity, check that out. Uh, I believe that's it. Any final comments? You know, folks, although the year is ending, the world is not. We must look forward to a better day. Let's look forward to the day where this virus is no longer destroying our way of life and we can all sit back with a bucket of popcorn in a movie theater again. Everybody stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Bring your hand sanitizer. Wash your hands thoroughly several times a day. People who have who are immunocompromised re- rely on you to be just as cautious as they are. So please be safe, take care, and we look forward to the new beginnings in the new year. That goes double for me. Um, hope everyone stays safe out there. Be good. Be kind to one another. Uh, wear a mask, hand sanitizer, all that good shit. Um, I believe that's it. That's the show. We're the words. Well, no. We're the blurs. We just gave you the words. And we're, we're out. out. Oh, um, be on the lookout for our Wonder Woman 84 review uh, coming soon. When when does that come? That comes out Christmas Day, I believe, right? This Yep, this Christmas Day. Okay, so coming out very soon. Uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Black Lives ho, Matter. Ho, ho. And we're out.